another Motivational Moments podcast. I hope I find you all well and happy and if you do have challenges at this time, remember that acknowledging you have a challenge is the first step to dealing with that challenge. That is the first step I advise anyone and it is actually the first step in my six steps for living with life's challenges that I offer as a tool to anyone who may be going through challenges. These six steps can be used time and time again and they really do work. When I last spoke to you early in February, I remember I was feeling particularly happy and contented and thinking, this will be our year, this will be the year that we can really move forward. When I say we, I mean my long-suffering and very devoted husband Dave and myself. Just in the seven years Dave has been living in Canada with me, we have encountered and worked through so many challenges that there were too many to fit into my book, A Life Like Mine. I know that when people listen to my podcasts, they prefer to listen to a motivated and happy person, and that if I offered podcasts that were all doom and gloom, no one would want to listen to me. That is okay. I know I would not listen to those kinds of podcasts either. So today, the purpose of me sharing with you all that a new challenge has entered our life is not to bring you down, it is to offer you the knowledge that you too can get well, through any said, challenge once if you again, really want a challenge to. has entered our life, mine and Dave's, and the challenge obviously impacts our whole family because we are always there for each other and in troubled times it is wonderful to have family support. The point here is, will we let this new challenge ruin our lives forever? Will we let this challenge hold us back from moving on and we give up because we think that is enough is enough? Of course not. I for one have never given up yet and I am not about to do so at this time. I truly believe that these things do happen for a reason and we come out stronger and more motivated and our lives can be much better than before. Will this be easy? No, probably not. But if it comes easy, is it really worth it? I went along to our local opticians with Dave on Saturday in order that Dave could purchase a new pair of sunglasses. When we were there, the lovely young lady who looked after us last time greeted us with a friendly smile and inquired after our health and she then asked if we had seen her since her marriage took place and we replied no. She told us that the marriage ceremony went well but two weeks afterwards her father died. He had been recovering from a health challenge in hospital for a few months so I am guessing his death was not anticipated. Once again it was brought home to me that our challenges are so trivial compared to other people's. We are alive and well and living a happy contented life. What more could we want? Thinking positive is not always easy and I am no saint in that respect. The funny thing is even my children say to me but mom, you're a motivational speaker. How can you feel this way? 
when in reality, even I need someone to prop me up sometimes. Even I need to cry and shout and feel life is unfair. But when I have done that, I dust myself off and I get on with what I have to do. I move on and yes, my life is always better after challenges, not worse. If you remember from my last podcasts, one of the most serious challenges I believe I went through was being diagnosed with breast cancer twice, the second time I had both my breasts removed. It took me a bit longer to learn to love myself the way I looked, with scars on my chest wall and my womanly assets gone, my breasts. The way I looked did not change the person who I was before this happened. The way I looked did not change the person I was before this happened. I was still loving and caring and did all the same things I did before. My challenge did not mean my Dave or my children or friends did not love me any the less. It meant, in fact, they loved me even more. Some challenges we have to come to terms with on our own. And, if possible... Listen to the people who are trying to help us, but in the end, sometimes we may have to do it alone. Other challenges we can get through only with the help of others, and that is okay. We all need help sometimes. I know that we will get through this new challenge, and I know we will come out the other end with another amazing chapter in our life to look forward to, and I also know that there will be other challenges in our life. That's life! podcast I talked about waiting for an answer from an MPP regarding some questions I have about legislation. I am still waiting but after making a phone call I at least received an email saying I will be getting an answer soon. Patience is a virtue. These past few days I have been thinking more and more about planning an event next year and raising money for the Sick Kids Hospital in Toronto. On Tuesday evening, I was at the Holiday Inn Hotel in Kitchener, where I was engaged to speak to the Credit Institute of Canada. And whilst there, I got chatting to some of the staff at the hotel who help people like me plan events, and I was very impressed with what I found out. The Holiday Inn are willing to help as much as possible with my event, and may even be able to offer me the banquet facilities at no cost, which I appreciate very much. Some venues still insist on charging for the use of the room, even if you are paying for food and drink. So when I am planning a charity event to raise money, I want to save as much money as possible and not spend all my time worrying that I will not make enough money to hand over to the charity. Again, for those of you who are familiar with my personal story, you may remember I had to have radiation treatment for five weeks in 1998, and the only place that could fit me in at that time was the Sunnybrook Hospital in Toronto. I can never thank them enough for their care and dedication if I tried forever. When I received a phone call asking if I will be the next speaker at their speaker series event in May, I was overjoyed and I warned them that there may be a few tears when I first pitched the 200 or so audience because my time at Sunnybrook was tinged with fear, sadness, relief and a feeling of not being in control sometimes. 
Once I had settled into the routine of travelling to Sunnybrook from Princess Margaret Lodge with others in the shuttle bus and then waiting around for long periods of time waiting for my treatment, I soon began to feel at home. And as we all know, once a habit has become established, it is a habit forever. I think I have always been a patient person when I know I have no choice in the matter and patience is definitely needed when you are in the situation I was at that time. I also realised more than ever at that time that there is always someone worse off than me. My situation was that I was receiving radiation as a precaution and that my breast cancer had been discovered early. I met people at Sunnybrook who were not in such a good position as me and some people who did not survive cancer. Well, I think by now you have all guessed that today I am talking about challenges and how we can get through them if we try and if we need help, ask for help and that some of us may always have challenges in our life big ones and small ones but in the end it's how we deal with those challenges that really matters and how we live our life afterwards. The last step in Linda's six steps for living with life's challenges is to show the visitor the door and if any of you are curious as to what that means and what the six steps are in their entirety you can find out by purchasing my book A Life Like Mine or booking me to present at your organisation. Check out my website www.motivationalsteps.com and you will find all my information there including a sign up page for Stepping Stone, my monthly newsletter which goes out to subscribers all over the world once a month. So until next month, March, I will say goodbye and remember, one step at a time, there is no rush, life is not a race.